How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Goligoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Food for it, cheer for uh, Kind of like it. Richard throws it in front. Carter, score! some swagger. Push come to shove, we're going to get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our post-game mini-podcast for the playoffs. And today, it was a a brutal game, to say the least. Uh, I wasn't watching it, and I guess I chose very well. Uh, Chanel, what did you see? In this game, let me tell you. Well, first of all, before we do that, I have to say, Diane just did a great job on the intro. It's her first time doing it. If any of you noticed, beautiful. I've never done that before. Uh, thank you very much. That was a cold, a cold attempt. So, good job, good job, me. I scored way better than the Kings. Yeah, right on target. Unlike the LA Kings. Yeah. Um, this game taught me that I should be careful what I wish for. Because all I've wanted is for them to be dominant and play like the Kings team that we know they can be. And then it turned out that they did, except for it was like the Kings team that we knew they could be from January, where they would uh, outchance teams and then fail to score anything the story after this game is obviously going to be like John Gibson in his first NHL playoff start got a shutout. And he's also the goalie who in his first NHL like regular season start had a shutout. That's going to be the story, which I guess is fine. But I think what it really takes away from is that the Kings were unable to finish. And that for me is sort of the biggest thing. And I hope that does not continue. By the end of the game, the Kings had 71 shot attempts total <laughs> and only 36 against. That's insane. And it was closer in the first period because the Kings were good. They were all right at 5v5, but then they had a power play that threw off their momentum and the Ducks had a little more energy and were getting scoring chances. But especially once they got into the second period and for the rest of the game, it was all Kings, pretty much. The Ducks had barely any shots. It was fun as someone who wasn't watching the game was kind of keeping up up to date with it uh, through the box score to see that there were zero shot. Like I thought it was something glitching on my phone, but that there were zero shots by the Ducks in the second period and 12 by the Kings. Not only were there zero shots on goal from the Ducks, but they only like even the shot attempts, they only had eight of them. So like they barely got anything going in the second period. And there were a couple of consecutive shifts where the Kings had like multiple scoring chances on John Gibson, but somehow the shots got deflected wide or whatever, and they just didn't go in. Like, they weren't even shots that he saved. They could have been goals. There were, like, a couple of wide-open net chances that just didn't go in. It just was not their night. It was pretty heartbreaking by the end because it was like, you're playing so well, and I don't feel like this series deserved to be tied tonight, but now it is. Um, It was really funny because the second that we got the notification that John Gibson was starting for the Ducks – we, you and I talked to each other about how this was potentially going to be bad news because I think we and every Kings fan knows that anytime your third backup rook or like rookie goaltender comes in, that's just a cue for the Kings to give them a shutout. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. I like. I would be surprised if the Kings allowed John Gibson to get a shutout in his first no, playoff not start, except for not. <laughs> except for it was totally predictable. Only in the way that not because of any like way that they play necessarily, but just because that's how the narrative goes for the Kings. Absolutely, absolutely. But congratulations to Martin Jones for also getting a shutout. Yeah, I, everybody is talking about John Gibson, but um, Martin Jones has also now played in two playoff games and not allowed any goals. So what's up? He, he's playing. <laughs> He's played three periods of of playoff hockey, so technically a full game, sort of. And he hasn't let in a goal, so props to him. I mean, Martin Jones is like, what? Like, it's hard (laughs) to not allow goals? That's all he's done. It's been perfect. We already knew that. (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) There are some things to be actually critical about for the Kings in that, A, their power play was trash garbage, for most of this game. Um, Their penalty kill was bad in the first period, and that's what led to those two goals against. Although I think the second goal was like slightly fluky, but penalty kill was terrible in the first period, but then it was great. Like they killed off a double minor to Kopitar, of all people, because he um, accidentally got a stick all up in Cogliano's face and made him bleed a little bit. So, but then they were great on that penalty kill. I also, so I I feel like that's an issue. The special teams were not perfect tonight, and obviously it meant that they lost the game after the first period. The other thing is, I don't understand the line combinations. That, like, I (laughs) tweeted out before the game started that I don't care if John Gibson is starting. I'm more concerned about the fact that Daryl Sutter put Mike Richards and Jeff Carter back together because I don't think they belong together. I'm, I'm so happy for Mike Richards that he was playing better in the last few games, but he's not a 2C right now. Maybe he could be again next year, but like, wait till next year at this point. Stop trying to make it happen. You can't make Mike Richards happen. <laughs> uh, they belong together off the ice, but maybe not on the ice, especially this season's iteration of Mike Richards, who has not been, like, he's made the timely assist for, like, the tying goals or like the last minute goals for for the series but you know he's been largely absent or ineffective and so when Carter Pearson and Toffoli were they were like one of the best lines last game like I know the Kings didn't win but that like there's no reason that they should have changed that I I feel like what it was is Last game, Sutter seemed to give Mike Richards his line more time against top six guys to free up the other two lines, which seemed to work. And then because Mike Richards has been playing a little better overall the last few games, it was like, all right, try him at 2C again. But okay, you want to know how that worked out? Let's talk about the way that this game ended. First of all, because the Kings were so dominant in possession, nobody has like horrible Corsi numbers. So, But looking at like relative, five on five, Jeff Carter, Kyle Clifford, and Mike Richards were the worst for the Kings. Kyle Clifford obviously was still on the fourth line with um, Lewis and Tyler Toffoli. But that line, those two lines, the second line and the fourth line, were the worst lines on the ice for the Kings now at, f- at five versus five. So clearly that didn't work. <laughs> I mean, why? Why? Why stick with that? I could have told you that it wasn't going to work and then it didn't. So put the lines back. Has has Mike Richards as a 2C ever worked this season? Not really. No. Like, <laughs> in brief flashes. It, like it has barely ever worked. So I don't know why in a time when when that the second line was working so well last game why you would change it so abruptly for this game like I know Sutter likes to kind of throw everyone into a blunder mix it up and see what comes out but like why that particular thing we have games and games of evidence that Mike Richards is a 2C for this season does not work I don't know I, I that was probably the only thing that I really had like 
series or those the special teams and like the the line switches there were the only things that I had real big problems with. Otherwise, I think the Kings played really well. Like they played okay in the first period. Again, like the special teams ended up killing them. But uh, at even strength, they were fine. They even had the edge and Corsi there, but the Ducks had blocked so many shots that when you looked at the Fenwick numbers, they were not killing it. But through the rest of that game, they killed everything. So I can't really fault them too much. Unfortunately, the score makes it look like they were worse than they actually uh, played, I think. Oh, Jonathan Quick got pulled, which obviously because we talked about oh, right. Martin Jones, we know Quick got pulled. But I, I think everybody has at this point come to understand that it wasn't necessarily because Jonathan Quick was playing badly. Um, those two goals against were on the power play, or on the penalty kill, I should say, for the Kings. And that doesn't look good, but I don't think that's why he was pulled. I think he was pulled because the Kings, for the most part, weren't playing as aggressively as they could have been. And then they completely turned ar- turned it around when Martin Jones was in net. So I th- hope that the Kings continue to play that dominantly when they go back to the Honda Center, and maybe they will uh, pull out another uh, yeah, absolutely. Dustin Brown said at the end of the game that Quick being pulled was no by no means evidence of his play during the game. It was just kind of to wake everyone else up, to kind of get their acts together. And usually home ice advantage tends to give teams, you know, well, the advantage. But it seems like this series, road ice might be the way to go. Yeah, that's been super bizarre now that the road team has won all four games in the series. I don't think anybody expected that to happen. Okay, once again, Kings being dramatic and never doing things the way that they should. Like, the series never goes the way that it should be, or it should go during this particular playoff round, or, like, this particular playoffs. Because first, the Sharks series, okay, they won four games, but they had to reverse sweep and now win two on the road. And you think that that's a sign of dominance, but no, it's just they fall apart (laughs) at home. So strange. So, I mean, I guess if that's how it's going to continue to go, then at least the Kings are the team that have four away games. (laughs) (laughs) They knew what they were doing when they got third in the Pacific. They just have to keep everybody on their toes, those LA Kings. I actually have to give a little bit of credit again to Devonta Smith Belly because uh, Jonathan Quick has, has saved a lot of shots from him or whatever. But like he was put on the line with Perry and Getzlaff and missed a, a key chance early, like that, like a backhand attempt that could have put them up. He had a great scoring chance that he didn't complete, and then eventually he is the one who gets the goal on the power play. So he's he's looking good for the Ducks still. And it's like infuriating. I mean, the same for Gibson. Like on the one hand, I'm like stoked because, you know, another American goaltender who seems to have a great start and I like that. But at the same time, why do you have to play for the Ducks? That That's exactly the thing. Okay. First with the Devontae smith smith Pelly, ever since the last game that we saw, um, not this last game, but the last game of the season. And we went there and uh, Devontae smith Pelly scored a goal and then he scored the, the shootout winner. And then he just continues to score on Jonathan Quick. I don't understand why the Kings have not figured out that you can't just let him hang around in front of the net. You know, it's not it's not like any sort of like blast from the point. It's not he is they're just letting him hang out and no one is covering him and that is infuriating because we can see what he can do. Ugh. Also with yeah, John Gibson, I'm very delighted that another American hero is an excellent goaltender. But we said at the beginning, uh, you and I, when we were talking, just like, don't be good this game. Be good for the rest of your career, just not this game. But it's cool. He's 20, you know, good for him. I'm, I still hate it. 
<laughs> it's still the worst. It worked out not in my favor. Exactly. Today. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think the Kings have to make some changes. Like it's weird to feel that way. Like they they have to make some changes, except for the fact that they like wiped the ice with the Ducks for most of the night. But but I do feel like there were some weird choices by Daryl Sutter in this game that I hope are corrected next game. I guess we should have added this to the Kings bingo, but. Uh... It should have been like, oh, Kings lost a game in which they horribly outshoot their opponent. Yeah. Check. It's funny because that's how we expected these games to go a little bit more. So it's weird that it's only just happening in game four. But also because the Kings have had so much better luck when it comes to shooting percentage or whatever that it just hurts more at this moment. It really it really does. <laughs> I don't want this to be tied 2-2. This is awful. No, I want the Kings to win the series because they are better than the Ducks. I apologize to the hockey gods for saying that I wanted the Kings to sweep, all right? I get it. <laughs> Have you learned your lesson? Uh, that was now. prideful and I take it back. So <laughs> can we just let the Kings win the next two games? Hopefully they hear that one. I think that's a nice, sincere plea. See, it's, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I understand. I was too boastful. I was the Greg Wyshynski of, I don't know, wanting the Kings to sweep. Um, hopefully I won't get pies in my face for, for it. But That was good. That was I excellent. Appreciated I appreciated happening. how well everyone put pies in his face. Like, they were good, solid, just, like, rubbing it in there, too. I was horrified when Jay Flats ate some of the pie off of Greg Wyshynski's face. What? I missed that. That's That seems <laughs> unhygienic and unsanitary. Why would you want to? I don't know. Ew. He did it multiple. It wasn't just, like, once Ew. as, like, show, but then, like, continued to, like, scoop it off his cheek and then eat no, it. Oh, I hate it. So, I hate it. that's a thing. He's probably that. had multiple popsicles made from leftover <laughs> rink ice, too. <laughs> I saw that. I did not know that that was a thing that, like, existed. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. That's so weird to me. They're, they're like, coconut-flavored leftover dirty ice. I don't... <laughs> All right. I mean, when you were a kid and you, like, fell down and you tried to lick the ice, didn't someone yell at you? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm paying money for this. Oh, man. All right. I... I kind of feel like that's all I have to say about this particular game. So be luckier next time, Kings. That's really how I feel. Just please, please be better. Yeah, be luckier, I guess. I'm still, I'm still not worried. I'm still, cl- still clinging to that. I still think that they can pull it out. So hopefully, once again, they can get their shit together and yeah. just win the next two games and not make us go through another Game 7. Some improvements, some bad luck. Hopefully it'll uh, be back in the King's favor next time. And I, well, I guess that's it for this episode. Since I opened it, I guess I'm closing it. So take care of yourselves, everyone. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.